When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello everyone and welcome to the RMTV Women's Podcast. This is episode 74 and well we'll just go straight in. Oh because I've got no kick off question. My kick off question was if you could live anywhere in the world, in the city, in I was, the world. Well you've already asked me I've that. already asked but like you can repeat on the same thing. Oh, Orlando, Florida. 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 It's just the best, this is my favourite place. Just love, I just love when I'm here though. So. Would you? It's just really nice. So it's sunny. It's like some warm. Yeah. So everyone just everyone just seems happy. Yeah. So that's nice. Where would you live? I would live. Oh, it's actually quite hard. Maybe like you've been like thinking a, about this for about fifteen minutes. Maybe like a um, Sydney in Sydney. Australia. I'd the love to live in Australia. Australia. Yeah, I'd take the whole fam with me, so like oh. it's fine. Okay. But I'd like to live in Sydney or like Melbourne, Brisbane, but definitely, yeah, Sydney. So, <laughs> you've just named like the whole of Australia. Right I now. really yeah. just want to go to Australia. I think it'd be a good time. And yeah. Sam cares from Australia, so like, I might see her. I mean, she definitely plays for Chelsea now, so you don't. <laughs> yeah, really but <laughs> you know what I mean. Where would you live, Ben? Would I live? Yeah, any yeah. city. Boston. Boston's really cool. Mm. Uh, was it warm? Stifling. <laughs> or San Francisco. Yeah. San Francisco's nice. You get the best of both worlds in San Francisco because it's really cold at one point, but then it's really hot as well when you get like a p- in the peak of the day. So. Peak of the day. <laughs> peak of the day. Do you wow, know what I mean? What a good time. <laughs> but yeah. That's a new segment. That. What's the peak of the day? What's the peak of the day? Peak of yeah. The day. Coming soon. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, LFC played. Blackburn over the weekend and then they did we wow. were there we went we made the journey down I took managed us, to get us there safely yeah it took us like half an hour 40 minutes something like on. that there was literally yeah. no one on the road we were there bad. like an hour like an hour and a half before kickoff. went for a Mackie's as you do yeah but um that's two wins on the bounce for pool now I don't think that's happened this season I feel like a new woman that definitely hasn't happened this season so far no so like to, to have two podcasts on the bounce we can sit here with a smile and say Liverpool won a game like is really nice. Um, and in the manner that we won it as well. Yeah, like. well the final score was eight one, so like yeah. it wasn't just you know, it was basically a walk in the park for us. It was with all respect. With all respect to Blackburn, we have faced them in the County Cup early on in the season, and that was six 0 So we were sort of expecting like a similar result. Mm-hmm. We were expecting to win anyway, um, so to you know go two better. It's really nice. Um, Babaji, they got four on the day. She was Unreal. on fire. She could have had more, actually. She was just like, they, 
she was so quick that they just couldn't their yeah. fullbacks and defenders could not keep up with yeah. it. And when you go into games like this, and obviously we've got those games coming up as well, if you can score four goals in the Conti Cup, how how like cloud nine you're going to feel going yeah. into the next few games? And obviously, with being Birmingham as well, who were in a similar position in the table, who were also in the relegation battle. Yeah, it's so important that you sort of build that confidence, and not only just. Abigail's probably built the whole team, like the whole way that they all like pitched together. Yeah. It's it was just it was just like nice to watch. Yeah. And like sometimes because we every game is a must win game in the league at the moment, it's nice to be like, Oh well I didn't I didn't feel stressed watching no. it. I didn't feel like, oh, we need to get like a late winner or whatever. Like yeah. it didn't feel like that. But like we were so good in the FA Cup last year as well. Um, obviously going out to City, obviously. Yeah. Um so, yeah, I just think it was a good marker as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, Charles picked up a goal, Fahey got one, Linnick got one, and then there was an own goal. I'm not sure who. Apologies, don't know. But, like, Charles getting on the score sheet, that's building her confidence as well. She's our top scorer for this season, I think, yeah, across I think so. all competitions. Yeah, and then, obviously, Kirsty Linnick getting one as well. She was obviously out injured the previous game. Yeah. Came on at half-time, 45 minutes. She looked sharp, to be fair, yeah. considering she'd missed the match. Um, gets herself on the score sheet as well. It's just, it's just about building confidence. Okay. And considering, like, like we were saying, I think we said it in our post-match reaction, like, we've only scored, like, four goals in the league this season, but then you go and win, like, 8-1. And 6-0 last time. And 6-0 well. last time. And, like, like obviously it's less opposition, but, like, still, even then, yeah. you've, you've still got to go and win the games, you know what I mean? I feel like our problem with the league is that we haven't been... I think this is where it gets frustrating because we haven't been scoring goals in the league, but then you look at the Conti Cup and then you look at the FA Cup and yeah. you're like, well, we have scored goal yeah. goals in those competitions, so why can't we translate that into the league? I don't know whether it's just whether it's a mentality thing that maybe Possibly. if they know that they're coming up against someone in the lower league, but then you think we lost against Villa 2-0. Yeah. Uh, we lost Sheffield. against Sheffield United. Yeah. So I don't really know what the answer is, but... I'm just impressed in the sense that well, that sh that shows to me and the six 0 that we actually can score goals as a team. We can work yeah. hard, and then the final ball, and then the final like string into the net is possible. Yeah. But I now I just think it's all very well us winning eight one in the women's yeah. FA Cup. Like that's absolutely like brilliant, well over the moon with it. But I think also focus needs to be on the league because there is a possibility in the season we could be relegated. Yeah. And I think you've got the key there. It's just now using it in the league yeah. as well as trying to progress as far as possible in the FA Cup. Yeah, and it's also like like to note like you're not just relying on your one person to score your goals. Like obviously, exactly. Yeah. Rins gets four, but Charles gets one. Far he gets one. Lynette gets one. Other people have scored throughout the season. Like you're not Furnace. just yeah exactly. Like yeah. you're not just relying on like you you centre forward to get all your goals for you. Like there is other, other areas on the pitch. It's a good like variety of yeah, people. Exactly. Um we had the part centre back partnership of Rube and Fahey. Yeah. They've actually done that before this season. Yeah. We haven't so seen it, it too like. often. I think that's I was thinking that's the first Liverpool game um since so like Brad so Brad has assigned yeah. that she's not played in. Oh really? The first game, yeah. Which is oh, crazy. Uh, obviously she was injured. But I think like touching on the Anne Robe, like she's obviously grown up as a 
centre back player, mm. sometimes player on the on the on the um the right or the left. She had to come into this team and only play on either side. Yeah. Um but I think it's really good that we can we have a player like that. So for example, if Prattis is out injured, she can come in and feel right at home with it sort of thing. Like she didn't look uncomfortable throughout mm, any of that. No. But sometimes if for a while if you've been playing in a certain position and you come back into the other one, You're a bit like, it takes oh, a bit of time yeah. to adapt. But each time she's just she's she's put in on the left, she's putting on the right, she's putting in the middle. Like yeah. she's one of those players that can fill the gap where it needs to be filled and have a brilliant performance from it. Yeah, and like you said, like she obviously signed as a centre back, played left back for us because we didn't mm. have a left back. Then Satara Murray left, she went right back because Gemma Perfield signed to play left back. And then she switched back over to left back now because Becky Jane's come in and Perfield's been like injured. And it's mad. like, she, like, she hasn't been in one position for like a long period of time. That's credit to her though. Yeah. And her mentality of, I think. The thing with Rove, when she when she came here last season and we interviewed her, yeah. she just wants to play football. She doesn't care where it is on the pitch. She just wants to be on the pitch yeah. and like contributing for the team. Because I think, out of everyone, obviously she's come from the lower the lower yeah, the championship she from team. Millwall, didn't she? So for out of everyone, obviously lots of them did come up from there. But she was from Millwall, who were pretty much down the table, yeah. and to have the opportunity to come up to the top tier and play week in week out. She was yeah, she was well up for it. Yeah. She's she's the one that I think's worked the one of the well not they've all worked hard to get where they are. Yeah. But in my view she's the one that's you can just see on the pitch, for example, after the warm ups are finished, she stays out and does a few more touches with yeah. one of the coaches before she goes in and it's like she puts so much effort and yeah. preparation into into being on ready on the pitch in yeah. the best physical condition as well. Yeah. Like she's just brilliant. Yeah, I agree. Um Ashley Hodgson played right back for this game. Mm-hmm. Now that's not something we haven't seen before this season. She actually played left back and when we played Blackburn in the Conti Cup, I think it was only for the second half mm-hmm. though. But like, well, we seen her during the warm up, didn't we? And she looked like she took a knock. And we were thinking, oh no, like, is she? We didn't have any other defenders. We didn't have any other defenders. We literally like, down to the bare bones for this game. So it was like, oh, she's going to have to play. But then you're also thinking, well, if she plays through it, is she going to injure herself for like, Three four weeks, like she's going about the rest of the season. Like you don't know, but then she, you watch her throughout the whole game. She didn't look like she was carrying a knock at all. No, like she was. She, she was obviously amazing. wasn't. It was just a little. No, it was thing. Probably, probably must have just been like a little niggle or something like that. But she was unbelievable. Like mm-hmm. all of her challenges were perfectly timed. She made a like, belter with a few slight yeah, tackles. Yeah, like there. she was never out of out of position. Because normally, if you get like, like say you're playing someone in a position they've never played in before, like right back or left back. They sort of try still try and venture into their position because that's all they know. But like she normally plays up front for us. But to have you yeah. someone who can play centre forward playing right back yeah. is like amazing. Like it shows like the vers- versatility of some players that we yeah. have. I think a lot of that uh, we we spoke about it in the the match reaction. But a lot of that was to do with the fact that she's got Fahi next to her. Yeah, who's constantly in her ear saying, "Ash drop, Ash go up, blah 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 blah." blah. That's where, that's where like, like Fahi and Rob work well together because they're normally on the left with each other because yeah. obviously about the Auckland yeah. they're like right centre back so Rob and Fahi are always talking to each other as well mm-hmm. because they're always overlapping each other covering for each other so that's probably why when you put them together centre back it works just as well I didn't put it on here but I wanted to talk about Furness at the moment because I said to you this is no sly on anyone by the way but I said I don't know why we'd signed her 
Like, I know yeah. she was a really good player, but I was like, in my opinion, this is probably why she didn't go there because it's probably wrong. But um, I thought we needed a striker mm. or a forward player. Um, I didn't think midfield was an area that we needed to target that much because we transferred Kirsty into that number 10. Yeah, we had Bailey, Roberts, Rogers, Christy, Christy Murray, yeah, Mel Lawley can play there. Yeah, we had a lot of options for it, so I was like, oh. Tell you what, since he's come in, we do play differently. She we made play, a massive difference. She, she drops in so deep and then brings it up, but then hangs around if she, if she needs it again yeah. further up sort of thing. And then yeah. the amount of time she could have scored, because she's that one player who's on the edge of the box, so if the defender makes a problem or if the, the defender um, makes an error or whatever, she's there to sort of clean it up and yeah. take a shot at goal. And I think the most important thing that she brings is the experience. Like... We have a lot of players in our team who aren't WSL one players through and through in terms of they've not played in it very they long. They played for like a season or two. Yeah, it'll be two seasons yeah, now. Yeah. So to have someone who's been in it for, for as long as she has and picks up the the experience that she's had, I think it was mainly at Reading. Um, it kind of shows when she plays and she kind of makes plays around her play yeah. better as well. Obviously, getting the goal, getting her first yeah. goal a few weeks ago when we were really needing her to, that nice side yeah. ball. Was it Bristol, wasn't it? Bristol, yeah. yeah. Getting that goal put her in my good book straight away, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> she was instantly a hero for us. Yeah, but then I just think she's... I, I understand now why yeah. she was brought in, and I'm more than happy to say that I was wrong in thinking, why have we brought her in? I'm well, more than happy yeah. to say that. Well, it was the same with Becky Jane. Can you think to yourself, oh, we, didn't, we didn't really need a right-back at the time. Because you had Perfield and Rube as like you you right you right and left backs, mm-hmm. but then obviously it's obviously Perfield got injured for a bit. But then you seen as soon as Becky Jane went into that that position, she brought she was exactly the same. I haven't been in the WSL for so long, but Redden as well. Like she just it it made our our back four that much more calmer. Because you've now yeah. you've your back your back five realistically you can include both goalkeepers is like all experienced yeah. in the league now. They've all played there. They've all played for like a, like a couple of years, and they all bring something different. Exactly, that's, that's what they they all work really well together. Yeah. But yeah. I think everyone that Vicky herself has brought in has turned out. Done a Obviously, job. Mel Lawley, we know, speaks for herself. Yeah. Furness, we've just talked. We've just talked about. Yeah. Obviously, we've not seen much about Riley yet. No. We, we need to talk about that, actually. Yeah. I don't write that down, but we'll do that. Um, Becky Jane, obviously, Bailey has all come in, and they've all had. A really positive impact on the team. Yeah. Um, I think it's taken a while for some of them to settle in. I won't lie. Um, maybe that's sort of why we're in the position that we're in because it's taken a bit longer. Yeah. But I think onwards and upwards now, really. That, yeah. That's all you can you can expect, and hopefully get a result out of Birmingham and keep building the pressure on the teams yeah. that are around us to then go down. Hundred percent, because you know, bit, I'm going to be doing the build up tomorrow with um, Craig from. The great since 68th, I think it is. Something like that. Yes. Yeah, podcast. So um, I'll be doing that with him tomorrow. So you, that'll be on Friday. So we'll like proper go into detail about like build up for Birmingham yeah. and stuff like that. But it is a must win game. It's exactly the same as Bristol because it's us, Bristol, Birmingham, right. where Brighton, those four teams are all in the same position. And if we can, we, don't forget, we've got a game in hand as well because we didn't play United. Mm-hmm. So you've still got to play them whenever that fixture. I wonder when that will get announced, yeah, actually. Exactly. So but we've got a, a big few weeks up ahead of us because mm-hmm. you've got Arsenal. You've got Everton, then you've got Arsenal. 
and we play City, I think. Chelsea in the Chelsea in the Cup, like. But that another thing is that's we've seen Perfield and Clark back now. So yeah. that's good for going into these run of fixtures. Obviously, Perfield gets 90 minutes. I thought she was good. There were at times where you could tell she'd been out for a while. Yeah, I think towards um, the end, she was getting yeah. a bit like... Which is understandable. Yeah. She was out for a good few months. I had yeah. surgery and all that yeah. stuff. So could understand that. But you're getting players back now. Hopefully, Kitchen won't be out for too much longer. But now we've brought in another, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, not too sure what's wrong with Roberts or Christy Murray. Don't no, know anything about that. But yeah, things oh, are Becky looking... Jane, she was out injured as well. Yeah, hopefully it won't be too bad. Hopefully they'll all be drafted in. Yeah, I think we should be fine. For Sunday, fingers crossed. News, 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 news. But yeah, like we said, we did get Chelsea in the fifth round. Um, <laughs> I mean, we could have got a nicer oh, draw. We got City last season, get Chelsea this season. But to be honest though, I know it's away, so that's a little bit different. But when we played them at home, we did well. We did really well. Like, yeah. like to hold that Chelsea side off, like we did, we did really well. And Sam Kerr won't be involved. Sam Kerr won't be involved. So if we, even if we do get to go, we won't get to see Sam Kerr no. until a little bit. Which is like what we were like. Oh, yeah, well. Chelsea away. Because we were, we were even thinking about like going the United Chelsea game tonight, weren't we? Yeah, still. Because it's not that it. far away, but. Well, we couldn't have gone anyway, even if we wanted to. But yeah, she still wouldn't. She wouldn't have been there, so that would have been a waste. But yeah, yeah um, that'll be an interesting tie. Hopefully, hope we get a nice result there. What happens if it's a draw at the end? Is it a replay or does it go to like? Probably, I'd go penalties. Isn't it? Pens. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, if it was a replay, I'd be like, ooh. Let us know. But yeah, um, Ipswich travel to Man City. which is like tier four. Tier four, which is like mad. So they're probably training once a week. <laughs> yeah. Of like an don't e- get paid. Of like an evening. Yeah. Like don't get paid. Hired, hired out on AstroTurf for like two hours probably. Yeah. That is incredible. They did like a live stream of them seeing they got a city. And then I seen one of the, the team that was going around on Twitter and it was like, 
um, best moment in my footballing career, getting to go to Man City. Like, they'll get to play at, like... they'll be playing in front of so many people. Yeah, they'll get to play at the Academy Stadium. Yeah. Like, which is, like, a really nice place. You know what I mean? just get to experience the, the facility. Yeah. The only issue is... Like, obviously, it's great that they get to go and experience that, but there was an article went out a few weeks ago, and it was, like, sometimes in the Women's FA Cup, travelling teams actually lose money. Mm. Whereas, for example, when Shrewsby go to Liverpool next week, they're, they're, they're going to be gaining money. Yeah. But the clubs actually lose out on travel, yeah. hospitality, because realistically there's not going to be that many travelling fans yeah. going all the way, is yeah. there? But it's, it's one of them where... Yeah, it's amazing for them, but then also I hope it's not going to cost the club any more money than it should. And I hope you just don't get like battered either. No, because like there is a there is a there's there's a gap uh, in. Yeah. You can't lie that there is because City train full time in the best facility yeah. probably in the league. Some of the best players in some the, of the English best players, players, yeah, in yeah in the country, and it's just like there is going to be. Sort of a golf and class between the two sides, but like how, what an experience but how amazing would it be? Yeah, to go, experience. like just play on that day, just be buzzing just for that. They'll Incredible. just be so excited for that day. Um, on a bit of a sour note, oh. are the Hergerberg, the Leon forward, Ballon d'Or winner, twenty eighteen. Uh, she's said yesterday, I think it was, that she's ruptured her ACL, um, and obviously be out for the rest of the season, which is like really like gutting for her, isn't it? Um. It sort of links with an article that went out last week from the Telegraph with uh, Claire Rafferty. She was Susie Wacky wrote it. Yeah, um, Claire Rafferty, former um, England Chelsea player. Uh, and West Ham. And West Ham, yeah. Uh, went to a university and was tested for this. R- university of Roehampton, I want to say. Uh-huh. I think. Just to credit them. Cause yeah, yeah. Uh, and like did all like the tests and stuff like that, which is what you know. What, what Amy's doing, doing for her just at the minute, it's like really interesting actually. Um, but like, it's it's become a big thing, especially this season, because there's been so many. Oh fe- my God, like, there's been so, so many. So many. Yeah. I've never known there to be this many. Yeah, like it's actually ridiculous amounts. I, I can't remember. They did say somewhere how many there was. Uh, I can't remember how many now though. But like, because there's been so many female players getting injured, like especially ACL injuries, they're looking more into it and getting They've like. Got to, though. They've well, got to because there's obviously, a, whether it's a biological, mechanical, anatomical reason yeah. why it's happening. There's yeah. the, because if you look at like I think it's something like women are two out of four times more likely mm. to to get a lower limb injury than men are. There's obviously got to be a reason there's for some, that. Yeah, exactly. Because it's not just a group of people get one and another group don't. Yeah. It's like male to female. The ratio yeah. of it is so high that. There can't not be a reason. Obviously, some of it will be due to chance and due to like the environment like, conditions yeah. that you're playing in, what kind of condition your body's in, yeah. whether you're warmed up, you're not, sort of things like that. Or even what you're born with, like genetically, some mm. people are just born with weaker tissues or whatever. But the people who are conditioned, like, what's her name, Danielle Carter, for example, yeah. she's been conditioned her whole life at yeah. Arsenal. And then she goes and suffers so two ACLs two. consecutively. Like, yeah, yeah, literally like two years. So there's got to be... A reason for it but I just think like bringing out things like this highlights it so much like that article got so many reads retweets yeah. views and things because people are starting to realize that the importance of like I think it's called screening mm. where you take someone who's not had an injury and test to see if they're more likely to so you're testing for injury for someone who's not injured if that makes yeah, sense so yeah. for example their leg might be longer okay that gives them a factor to 
maybe be more at risk of doing it. So yeah. I think it's so important that footballers go, female footballers especially, go and get themselves screened, looked at on a, <coughs> on a better level to sort of, like, permit it from But happening. the problem is with that is that unless you have... So if, I think it was the next article I want to talk about. Like, Man United players have access to Carrington where Man United uh, men play. But they only have access to that for screening and for testing. Yeah. But the likes of, I don't know, someone in the championship, Donny Bells, Chris Wallace, they're not going to have, they may not have access Mm -hmm. to places like that in order to go and get screened and go and get tested. It goes off their own back or through the NHS. Exactly. So it's all well and good. It's like saying, oh, this is what female footballers need to be doing. But if that's not accessible, easily accessible for people, then the problem's not going to get resolved. Do you know what I mean? 100%. I think for now, like, raising the awareness of it yeah. and get... I think that more than anything, that says this is how it could be done rather than saying it's it's an issue, we don't know how to solve the issue. It's saying, OK, here's a potential solution that might work. Yeah. And I think it's important to sort of bring it to the surface, whether there's actually an association between the two. You don't know unless yeah. you test it. But there's raw, there is raw and enough evidence out there to suggest that it is to do with... The, the the female body as a, as a structure yeah. or as it's the hormones they get produced things like that so I just think it's so good that it's sort of being addressed as a problem and then given a way yeah. of sort of seeing if it well, works. Well, it's, defi- it's definitely been on the radar for over a year now because obviously Jordan Hobbs yeah. was like the one who sort of raised ra- the issue, really yeah. really raised the issue like in in the media and stuff like that. So it's been on everyone's mind since then. It was a big yeah. talking point. So I think it's good that Claire Rafferty's gone because she's yeah. had three ACLs yeah. in her life playing football, and to come back from three, three is like unbelievable. Incredible. So it's good to have someone who's sort of been, through, been through it, it yeah. so she'll care more about it. Yeah. To sort of like she'll improve. follow she'll follow that up. Do you know what I mean? She's not. Yeah, she'll she's go not, back again. She's like, not just yeah. doing it for like just to do the article for sake. Like no. she's actually wants like is interested in wants. I think to, like, it's because of like the severity of it. Yeah. It's not like oh. A couple of weeks on the sideline. Yeah, it's 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 nearly a year basically out of football, and then a year out of football is quite a long time to sort yeah. of. You, I think, it, it mentally even more than physically sometimes as well. Mm. So I think it's just important that people start to understand what yeah. what it's all about. Exactly, hundred um, percent. Another article that came out. I can't. What was the name of it? Mail online. Mail on. No, what was the name of the actual article? Oh, it was something like some. It was. It had rats in it. <laughs> Either way, it was. I, I found it earlier, and it, it it's basically an eye opener about um, women's football and what it really is and how far away it is from from the men's football. Yeah, it was called Rats in Their Digs, Jam Sandwiches for Lunch, and Playing in Children's Boots Inside the Hidden World of Women's Football. There you go. We'll put the link in the description. Yeah, I pulled a few quotes from it. It's by Claire Bloomfield and Ian Herbert, by the way. Mm-hmm. But it was so interesting, wasn't it, to yeah. read through? It had loads of different stages on it. So it is long, like don't. It is. Oh, it it's is long. It, so you need, you need to sit down. I've got properly. a terrible attention span, and even I can read it. So, <laughs> um, so basically, they had a few different sections, and it was one was maybe talking about the salary, one was yeah. talking about the training facilities, boots, um, yeah. things like that. Um, but it just highlighted how far away it is. We go each week, women's football's going in the right direction. Yeah, it is. But these are the things that need to be sort of addressed first before you can say, ah, oh, here we go. I think when people point out that women's football is going in the right direction, it's more in terms of attendance. 
it's and coverage and coverage of the match. 100%. No one looks at the behind the scenes of well, how much are they getting paid? Where did they train? Where did they live? How do they afford to live? If they, like the basic salary for some football clubs is twenty twenty thousand a year. Yeah. Now, the top us two have gone up to thirty six. Us two as graduates come May could go straight into a job and earn twenty grand a year. Yeah. They've worked their whole life to get to the top Sacrifice tier so much, yeah. of like women's football and they're only getting 20 grand a year. Yeah. Well, it's even things like like food and catering. Yeah. If you go to Melwood, you get all your food free. You tell them what you want, they make it for you. Birmingham have to bring their own packed lunch to training. There's no catering facilities for them to make anything or There's get no fridge. anything there. No fridge, nothing. Spurs told their players from the get-go that there'd be no, mm, catering, no catering, nothing for you. Um... So fair, it's like what? Uh, for Liverpool, they do get they, food. Liverpool do, but it's the clubs so spurs when you just come up. Yeah, the top yeah. League, so it, it's it's clubs like that. But even we're talking Championship level. Championship teams still get all that, don't yeah, they? Yeah. Um, the other thing, obviously, we've talked about um, the the pain, but obviously that thing that happened with Liverpool women, not this season but last season, they all had to change their accommodation because boilers were breaking, there was no hot water Some of them didn't even them. have beds. Some of them didn't have beds, so they got chipped, They got moved into the city centre in that mm. massive apartment It's really block. nice. Yeah. It is very nice. But it's like, that they, they got put into a place that wasn't even really that livable. Yeah. So And while still having to play football each day. For like whatever. Liverpool. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, there's... Ex, these are just reading off some things that were in the article. An ex-Brighton player described that their house had a rat problem. Yeah. So there's rats doing that, which is disgusting. Um, and a player from Southampton, who are in the third tier, reported that there's been mice in their accommodation. Yeah. So that's just disgusting. I seen I seen one before, and it was um, it didn't say what team she played for, but it was like a footballer has took a sixty grand a year pay cut in yeah. order to play football professionally for like. Yeah, a little bit, and like, you know, they've sacrificed doing that so they can do something that they actually love to do. Mm. But realistically, her dream of playing professional football could have been given up just because, just for the money. Yeah, hundred percent. Money side of things, and like, it's so it it's, it opens your eye a lot. And then obviously, like the final one is we're talking about Man United here, yeah. one of the biggest clubs in the country, realistically, and the, the women's world. team is doing in the world. The, yeah. the women's team is doing good as well. Yeah, so. Man United women don't actually play at United facilities. No. They play at that Lee Sports Village, which is the rugby ground. Yeah. Um, and they share their fitness centre with the public. It's just a gym, isn't it's it? It's a gym. They yeah. don't have any sort of branding in it. But when you go to Melwood, it's got a, the separate room with all like the graffiti. Like even when you go to Tramia now. They've got. Like, they've I think got it's shared own. with Tranmere. Yeah, but, but they've got their own changing rooms, haven't they now? And all exactly, that. but they share it with the public. Yeah, they're a full-time football team that share their gym facilities with just your average Joe. And I know yeah. that sounds bad to say, but in in the world of what football is at the moment, that's but then crazy. not even that far away is Cannington, where Man United train. And there's like the, the best pitches, top quality stuff, yeah. like everything you could possibly ask for. And it's the same with us, the same at Liverpool. Like we've mentioned it a few times on here, but the whole Kirby training facility that's yeah. being built is just for the first team, under 23s, under 18s, all them. It's just for them. The women have absolutely no part of that whatsoever. But then you've got a perfectly good facility of Melwood there that they're just going to knock down and build houses on, which will benefit people, don't get me wrong, yeah. it will, because people need somewhere to live. But then you've got a training facility there. 
that is Liverpool, that you can go to the women's team. Yeah, it is help your academy. Even the young girls' academy. You know, the Liverpool, like, under 15, 16s, mm. even lower, like, 13s, they train at um, Ottersfall Park. Oh, yeah. Which is, obviously, the home of where Liverpool Feds is. But yeah. they train there. No Liverpool branding or anything goes on. They just turn up and play. Yeah. And but it's imagine like, well, they... that's fair enough. But also, you, you imagine being able to go to, to Melwood and exactly. think the kids are training at Melwood, getting a feel of what it actually feels like to be yeah. a part of the club. Yeah. Rather than just saying, oh, I'll play for Liverpool by trainer, um, Jericho Lane. Yeah, sort of stuff. literally. Like, there's just so many things that, like, that's when people say, oh, women's football is growing. Yeah, it might be growing in terms of TV audience and attendance and match coverage from, like, BBC and stuff like that. But the, the sport's just going to stay where it is. The level of players might not get any better. So how are you supposed to get your next Hergerberg, your next Lucy Bronzers, your next all those type of people if... Mm. The, if it just stays the same, if it's just yeah. like... There needs to be some sort of investment, not just in the Arsenal's, the Chelsea's, the Man United. It needs to be all It needs the to country. be throughout the whole. Of, yeah. And that starts at grassroots level, it does. Yeah. And I know, like, there are being advancements in it and around it, and there are being changes made to sort of improve the opportunities for young girls in sport, like, even from when we were kids, mm. the amount of opportunities for girls as as actual girls teams is so much more even like as I yeah. said when we were little so I think it, it will grow but then also if you look at some of the championship teams they're not even getting enough Yeovil for example they they literally they're went from tier one to about tier three or yeah, four because they couldn't afford in, it and anymore. they couldn't even afford the championship yeah so there is a lot to do don't get me wrong it sounds like we're moaning like oh nothing's ever good like that's not the point um Things are good in terms of BBC announcing that they're going to be doing the She Believes again, the yeah. Olympics, blah, 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 blah. Like deadline days like being covered on Sky and Exactly. Stuff like that. There's so many good things about it, but I do think people also need to think what's going on behind the scenes for things like that. Yeah, there's one, I mean, it sort of ties in, but it doesn't. But like obviously USA are doing their um, Olympic qualifiers now. The first game was last night. But up until, like I think it was the day before, so not yesterday, what day is it on Wednesday? Monday or Sunday, it might have been announced. It wasn't being shown on TV. That's a back-to-back four-time World Cup winners mm -hmm. and the Olympic qualifiers for the Olympics aren't even being shown on TV. They are now. Fox Sports came out and said, oh, we'll do it. Mm. But it's like, oh, but we'll just pick it up then. Where yeah, we, it's yeah. actually just showing the game and then that's it. Yeah. There's no, like, no cover there's no coverage it, before, yeah. there's no coverage afterwards. There'll yeah. probably be something at half-time, probably. But, like... yeah. That to me, like, lots of no, so there's not anyone in America who wants to watch it. Yeah, well, I know it is. I think it was being shown on YouTube, but like, mm. what, like, in terms you need of it on mainstream television, mainstream, yeah, exactly, mainstream TV. Like, yeah. that's the big point at the minute for women's football. It's like, get yeah. more games shown live. Yeah. And like, BT it's have done that quite good recently. BT and BBC have been on. Yeah, Arsenal Chelsea on. Last week, our game at Arsenal's on there on the Thursday night. Oh, very yeah, nice. so Bad. it is. It is. It's slowly progressing. Yeah, it is. And one day we'll get there. One day we will get yeah. there. Um, yeah. Pretty much it. Pretty much it. We've yeah, had our moon. We've had our weekly moon. We're all, all right, right now. now. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, um, like I said, I'll be doing a build-up video with Craig tomorrow, so that'll be our Friday. 
Uh, and then we will both be at the game against Birmingham on Sunday. Yeah. So keep your eyes peeled for all post-match stuff there. But yeah, thanks for watching. Remember to like the video, comment, subscribe to the channel, and we'll see you all soon in a new video. Ta-ra. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.